Welcome to the Socket Podcast. Socket helps you plug into you and unplug from things that no longer serve you. Find your voice and self-esteem while learning to say no and set boundaries when needed. Your host, Kathy Suber, is an entrepreneur and mom of two with a life lens of happiness. If living a life of authenticity, kindness, and confidence is something you are looking for, get ready to plug in. We are glad that you are here. I don't know about you, but sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and my mind will not shut up. (laughs) Whether I'm thinking about something that happened that day, or I'm thinking about things I need to do in the next week or so, or any stress or struggles that I'm going through or someone I love is going through, sometimes uh, my brain just gets on repeat and it, it goes over and over and over. And it's one of the things in Socket that I talk about regularly is trying to unplug from that. Well, about two weeks ago, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, and what was in my mind was the start of a poem. Previously, about a month and a half ago from that time, I had hired one of my really good friends um, and local photographers in our area, Lindsay Chan, to take lifestyle pictures for Socket to be used on our website, be used in the podcast, um, to be used in blogs, and I will tell you that the day before I almost canceled, I almost canceled because I needed multiple outfits and I didn't really know how to put those together. I almost canceled because I gained back a little weight that I previously uh, lost over quarantine time, the same weight that I've lost and gained and lost and gained. So I wasn't feeling at my best body wise. Um, I was thinking about How am I going to look in those pictures? What is my stomach going to look like? Uh, My stomach is, for me, the worst part of my body as far as the thing that I think of when I'm not happy with my body. Um, And so that that in pictures, when I see my stomach in pictures, is the thing that I'm critical for myself. So I almost canceled. Um, We'd also had a, a pretty tough time that week. Uh, We had had a death in the family. And so while I'd had this day set up for a while, I felt as if I could almost use the death earlier in the week to be the excuse that I canceled. But to be really honest, it was because I was worried about putting it all together and and putting myself together and how are they going to look and what am I going to look like? She came and she took the pictures and we spent a couple of hours in my home. Some of them were taken in my studio, right where I'm sitting right here. Some of them were taken in my kitchen uh, and the photos came back and they were stunning. They were so, I love them. I love all of them. And I gave myself some grace for my stomach area. About a week later, uh, Lindsay and I went with my boys to this beautiful park in the Naperville area. There's so many. You could just drive around and find one every every five minutes if you wanted to. And for the first time, I took professional pictures with me and my two children. I've been a single parent since they were three and a half and four and a half, and they're now 17 and 18. And while I've had a couple of professional pictures taken of them, and I certainly have had my headshot done for my chiropractic practice website, 
I had never chosen to take pictures of the three of us. My life now includes Jason and his son, and he is such a huge part of it. But me and my two boys, that's been the constant in my life as part of my core family. And we're taking these pictures and the boys look amazing. And I put, I put on the, the outfit that made me happiest. And we went into this field and took pictures. And Lindsay sent me the one of me and the boys about, I don't know, a day later. And I pulled it up and I just started crying. I looked at it and thought, I almost didn't take this. I almost chose to get too inside of my head and too worried about being self-conscious of my stomach, my dumb stomach, actually not my dumb stomach, the stomach that in part helped me give birth to these two boys. This was their home. And I am really trying to not shame it on a regular basis. It's just never going to be what I want it to be. It's never going to be flat. It's never going to be quote unquote skinny. Uh, I think I'll go through iterations of being a little heavier and a little thinner and I'll be a little happier when I'm a little thinner. But at some point, I think I just need to give it a little more love. Maybe I need to name it, you know, and take care of it better. Anyway, so I'm up at 3.30 in the morning and the beginning of a poem comes to mind. Um, I haven't really always considered myself a poet, but I realize that through the decades, I sometimes just need to pull over the car because I have a poem in my head. And so I'm looking to foster that as I as I continue sharing on Socket. So I wanted to read you the poem. I'm going to try not to cry. The first time I read it to a friend, I just started sobbing. Let's see here. Oh, it is not letting me, it is not letting me do this. All right, hold on real quick. I'll go to my phone. Hold on for technical issues. I will be right back. Okay, so I'm on my on my website on my phone, and the website's uh, www.simplysocket.com. And if you go to blogs, this will be the first blog if you listen to this next week. So the blog post and the poem is called Take the Photo. Behind the lens, she did not want to be seen. Her body too heavy, if you know what I mean. For years and years, no photos were taken. Her little family of three, memories forsaken. Picture after picture of the two boys you'll see, but in almost none of them, mom seems to be. She starts to wonder who she is hiding from. Maybe it has been from herself all along. The boys are now grown, wings perched to fly. She knows she can't let this moment pass her by. A trusted friend takes them to a park filled with fall. With her boys beside her, this mom stood up tall. The images captured makes her heart swoon. Her love for her boys, she's over the moon. Never again will she sit out on the side. Front and center she'll be, smiling with pride. So that's what I did with my 3.30 to 4.30 time two weeks ago in the middle of the night. And 
I think of how many moms and how many women and probably some dads and some men choose to not be the person in the picture, choose to always have the camera on a certain, on that side, be the person taking the picture as opposed to person being in the, the picture. And I remember when I was talking to Lindsay about feeling a little self-conscious about taking the lifestyle pictures, I looked at some of the pictures that she had taken of my friend, Patty. She was actually the first guest that I had on, on uh, the socket podcast. And Patty is not a super thin woman. And I remember when I saw the four or five pictures that Lindsay had taken of her. And all I thought was, those are so beautiful. Patty is radiant. She looks, I just, I love these photos. They capture her personality perfectly. And I realized I wasn't judging Patty for not having a perfectly flat stomach. And so I tried to kind of take that and, and put it on myself a little bit. The same thing with my best friend, Emily. She's not a super skinny person either. And she has always had pictures of her family come up over the years where she's in it, um, whether they're at a basketball game for one of their kids or they're taking pictures in front of their home. Um, she hasn't had a lot of professional pictures that she said, but she's, she's done a really good job of making sure that she's in those pictures. And again, every time one of those pictures pops up on Facebook or I see one framed in her home, not once do I look at her stomach or any part of her body and say, eh, she shouldn't have been there. You know, she's not skinny. She's not perfect. So I guess she's not worth being in the, in the picture. And so I want to talk about how we can learn to unplug from and separate our value and what we believe we look like. For me, as you know, if you've listened to some of my podcasts and, and read some of my blogs, weight has been a struggle, and that means weight on a heavier side. There are many of my friends that they worry they don't have a butt, they don't have any boobs, they don't have any curves, um, they feel they look like a little too boyish in their body style, or they don't like their nose, or they don't like their hair, or they don't like something. It seems as if Everyone really does a good job of finding a couple of things to really not like about themselves. And as I get older, I'm able to more effectively separate my value, my worth, my lovability, my, um, my sense of being from what I look like. And I'm, and I'm asking you to give that some thought for yourself. I listened to a Rachel Hollis podcast um, on my walk the other day, and she was talking about her journey of learning to love her body um, after having kids. And, you know, she talks about her nursing boobs and how great they were and then how not great they were afterwards. And she said that it started with, it started with looking in the mirror and realizing she didn't like what she saw and she was really being harsh on her body. And I'm sure, I mean, I know I can relate to that. So I'm sure that many of you can relate to that. And she started picking a body part every day that she loved and how hard it was to get her mind going in that direction. And that the first thing she could pick out were her eyes, that she loved her eyes. She has hazel eyes. I have hazel eyes too. So I'm, I'm pro hazel eyes. They're awesome. Um, and she, she looked 
at herself naked in the mirror and started to slowly but surely give love and respect and grace to her body and fall in love with her own body because we only have one body in this lifetime. And for us to bully it and shame it and not love it because it's not perfect, because it doesn't meet what society's, you know, expectation or the media, the media's goals of what a woman's body should look like. So I would challenge you to, to do what Rachel did. Um, and actually one of my other poems that's on the website, is called fun body. And that I wrote maybe four months ago. Um, let me see, since I have it pulled up on my, I'll read that to you too. And this one was a paradigm shift that I had like almost instantaneously. I have always looked in the mirror and really not liked what I've, what I've seen or not even looked, not even really looked at my body because I was ashamed of it, ashamed that I'd gained weight or ashamed that it, it, you know, again, it wasn't perfect. And one day, let's say I wrote it on 8-3. So I wrote it in August, uh, a couple months ago. I looked and I just was like, oh my gosh, you're such a fun body to live in. I love you. It was, it was a profound moment that I'll always remember. So here is fun body. For too many years, she looked down and hated what she saw too curvy, too fat, too much. Decades passed, lessons were learned and acceptance grew. Now she looks down in delight. You are such a fun body to live in. You are fun to laugh in, move in, make love to. You are kind and generous and giving. To hug you is to nestle into a sea of acceptance and love. Never again will I hate you, dear body. You are precious to me and I will take care of you always. So that to me can almost be like a little mantra you take on. Um, find the things about yourself that you love and let that continue to grow each day, each week. Know that who you are as a human being means more than what you look like. Things like kindness and generosity and your giving spirit, those things matter. Those things make up who you are. One of the last things I want to talk about, and I, man, I wish I could give credit to whoever said this because, again, it's something that really sticks in my mind. She was saying to think of the five most inspirational women that you know, either you know of, you know in person or you know of in your community that you might not even know that well or you know of that is famous. And so I'm gonna give you a moment. Think of five women that, you, that inspire you, that make you happy, that make you laugh, that make you think about the world in a different way, that you think are good human beings, that good, really, really good, solid, awesome women. So I'm going to give you a second to, to jot those down or just think about them. Kind of want to play the Jeopardy music because Alex Trebek just died. So 
we'll go da na 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 dun 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 so thank you alex for all those years i didn't know any of those answers man oh man my stepmother, she was so good at Jeopardy. She just, she just knows so much. I would get a random couple questions, right? Because for whatever reason, they would just pick a category that I really understood. But yeah, it's not my strength. Anyway, we're going to get back to our five women. So for me, the people that came to mind were my best friend, Emily. Uh, Oprah came to mind. Um, I, there's a, a woman, um, a counselor came to mind. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Few other, few other women popped in my head. And so this woman who was talking said, okay, I want you to you know, hold these five women in your mind. And she said, are they all supermodels? Do they all have the same body style? Are they all, do they all have a perfect body? <laughs> and I thought, not one of them. To be honest, all of them carry a little bit of weight on them. All of them, I know, have some struggles with weight issues. And so she said, now think about yourself. Think about how you judge yourself. When you thought about those inspirational, amazing, caring, loving women in your life or that you know of, you didn't judge them for their weight. You didn't judge them for their body. You didn't judge them on how pretty they were or if they you know, looked good in a, in a bikini on a magazine. You judge them for the quality of person and the human being that they, that they were. So my challenge for you this week is to start thinking of yourself in that way. Every day, write down a little gratitude practice for either something you love about your body, something you're getting to love about your body that you're giving more grace to, or a quality about yourself as a person, as a mom, as a woman, as a partner, as um, a daughter, whatever roles that you play, write down a couple of things each week that you know are your solid in and that you can focus on and put that energy on as opposed to worrying about what other people think of what you look or even being so hard on yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I, uh, I always, this is like a little therapy for me. I come down in my uh, basement studio and sometimes I have no idea what I'm going to talk about and, or I, or take a shower right before I do this. And I'm like, all right, what am I going to talk about? So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with me. Um, I posted this blog post on our Facebook community, which is called the socket community. And I just love the responses that came back and how many of you have dealt with this issue and, and that what I had to write really resonated with you. I, I love being in community with other women that are working on themselves, that are trying to live their best lives, that are plugging into their own confidence and being who they were meant to be. I hope you have a great week. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Socket Podcast. Looking for more gratitude, confidence, and happiness in your life? Check out our website, www.simplysocket.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Simply Socket. And remember, be unapologetically you. It's a waste of energy to be anything else.